Oh yeah. Welcome back to another episode of Unwitnessed. <laughs> if that voice says anything about how I'm feeling this week, I don't know what else would. Well, I think everyone's feeling like that after that wedding. I'm just cooked, bro. Everyone's in recovery mode. It was a it was God. a big night, a very big night. I'll tell you a that. Big night. Congratulations to Brody and Chantel. Hundred percent. Yeah, um, it was lovely being invited to the wedding and having a great time. But beyond that, bro, like this whole week, I don't know. Life has absolutely destroyed me. <laughs> like, gotten sick, just like out of the blue. Had to keep taking COVID tests just to make sure it wasn't COVID. Oh, bro. So much I don't even give a shit about COVID anymore. If someone pulls that oh. shit on me, I just laugh and go, Honestly, yeah, whatever, neither bro. do I'm I. still rocking up to work. I'm just like, whatever. But like, like when, someone, dick, when someone asks me, it's just like, oh, whatever. Just give me the test. Just whatever. I know it's not COVID. Like, it's just a flu. Well, some of the boys, when they came back from um, Gold Coast, got COVID. When we oh, did really? the bucks up there, yeah. Just randomly. I just felt a little bit shit. So I felt sick for one day. Like, oh, I had a curiosity. I'm going to do a COVID test. Wait, have, Did have, one and had it. And they're like, oh, yeah. Have you noticed, like, one about their how life? often do you get sick a year? Um, not very often, to be honest, man. I'm, I'm pretty, I, I'm pretty I good. I find myself getting sick after I'm around a lot of people. I reckon it's the, like, just in general, man. Like, you don't really get out and do much activity, like, a lot of the time. So, I think health-wise, you're used to just being... Back at home, chilling out, doing things. Well, so when you go out into the wild and yeah, like, but like amongst I abseil it. for a living, bro. Yeah, but you're not near anyone. Who's near you when you're abseiling? The city, bro. Yeah, but you just go and get on the side of a building and hang off it. You're not near anyone doing that. How do I get to the city? Yeah, you're driving in your car. You got you're closed in with your doors, and then I have to park, walk to the building with my gear. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? I'm in this like protective bubble. Yeah, yeah, I get you. I'm just I in this you. protective I'm just bubble, trying to stir you. I'm just trying to stir you. You're such a piece of shit. Yeah, but you you just tend to always get sick. Maybe it's just a, you're just a soft cock or... I swear I've only started getting sick since I got the vax. Well, that's a I whole other I used to never topic, get bro. sick. Because, um, yeah, I don't know. I've, I was the exact same, I, had, I reckon. I had my second booster. And the next thing I knew, I had COVID. Bro, I felt so shit after it. I still, to this day, I don't think I'm at 100% after having the oh, second one. I only had two. I, I refused I've, to take yeah, the Yeah, no, I'm not taking any more. Fuck like, that. Fuck, what a waste this. of fucking time that was. 100%. Bro, anyone who's, who was backing oh, that shit, you're a fucking loser. Oh, man, forget it. Don't fucking listen to this podcast because you're a fucking... We don't want you. Yeah. <laughs> it's fuck. only this job here. Oh, this my podcast, God. yes, we want to encourage you in order to do better or to learn something from our mistakes. Or just listen to us rant. Which I feel like this is what this pot is about today. Oh, I know. Bro. What's I been grinding your gears, Sean? Dude, I'm so sick of people trying to tell me how I should price my jobs, mm, how I should do my jobs. Yeah. And you know who the, who the people are that are trying to tell me how to do my fucking job? People, people who have, have no idea. People have got no trade. fucking idea, never done a, a life, never done a second in trade, mm. right? In a trade, right? And they're telling me, oh, no, you should charge this much per hour. Oh, no, 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 the job's half of what you've you've invoiced me. I'm sorry, bro, but I've just done a whole gas rerun for your fucking house. And you're telling so, me that you could do that yourself and, and what, like, one, are you, you legally can't even touch gas. I've done all the courses and everything to legally be able to handle stuff that, to be fair, gas is explosive, thank you very much. It's, no not, just a, it's not a fuck around with water or something. Yeah. Water has its own dangers, right? And then, I, and then bro, this guy, right? and I won't name him, has come up and said, oh, I'll send your invoice off to, I'm a bit disappointed with your invoice, called me up, and I, and said, and I said, oh, why is that? Why is, no, you know, I'm pretty fair with everything that I charge. Mm. And he goes, oh, it, the invoice you gave me was 1300 bucks. He goes, I reckon it should be 600 It should be half that. And I was like, 600 I said, less- mate, the materials were $830. So what am I going out to lose money, am I? And then he's like, oh, you charge the copper out of this, and this, and I was like, mate, I said, yeah, how have, the fuck do you know, mate? I was like, mate, have you have you been living under a rock or something? Do you not realise about how the price of everything has gone up, mate? Do you know for an inch inch for one length of inch copper mm. is one hundred and seventy dollars from Reese? One hundred and seventy bucks for, for an one inch six of meter length. 
for one six meter length of inch, which is twenty five mil Wild. thickness. Yeah. So and he's and he I needed two of those for that. So straight off the bat, that's like you're already at almost at you know close to five hundred bucks, six four hundred or whatever it is. Do you know what I mean? And then. Like it's like three hundred something. Then then there's labor. I was charging one hundred fifty an hour, like every other plumber. And there's plumbers who charge up to eight hundred an hour, right? That's I'm charging one hundred fifty, but apparently I'm too expensive, right? He goes, "No, you should be charging one hundred thirty." Why don't you do it yourself? I'm, it's like, well, he's not allowed to. He doesn't have qualifications. You're not allowed to touch gas. All these people that keep telling me, "Oh, yeah, it's easy to do this with gas," and I so would just let him go do it. Fuck him. Oh, mate, I would prefer people do that and their house blow up all the time. Honestly, Screw you deserve it. If that, if you go around thinking that you're fucking qualified, you can go around and do that and thinking that shit's easy. Yeah. I've been doing it for 10 years. That's why it looks easy and that's why I can get in and do things in fucking half an hour. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? You're paying for my knowledge and my quality of work. Mm. So if you want to go get some fucking skilled immigrant from over fucking overseas or some shit to come in and do it for fucking 20 bucks an hour and fuck your house, Who's go for it, mate. Probably licensed. Fucking go for it, mate. Do it. I'm off it, man. So off it, bro. Because people don't people don't respect tradies anymore, man. I swear, no. half the time I work for these kinds. But in saying that, I feel like a lot of people have given tradies a bad name. As well. well, there is. There are guys that go out there and just smash people, right, and just then do the wrong thing. But a lot of time, shit jobs. a lot of time, at the same time, right, you have to do your own due diligence, due diligence at the same time, and exactly. and say to the, and vet the person when they come out to do a job for you. Bear in mind, this guy that's whinging to me was a friend referral and I have done work for him before and I've invoiced him and he's never had a fucking yes, problem. Yeah, so why sense. now is he having a problem? Makes sense. Bear in mind, he lives in a million dollar property on the water. So what's, so what's, what's 1300 the, to you? Well, the thing is, right, I charge it. My, my price is very, very decent. Competitive. Yeah. Very competitive. Yeah. I still make good, I still make good money on it, but I'm not smashing the bloke. Yeah. If I wanted to smash the bloke, I would have come out and said 2500 to fix his fucking gas. Bear in mind, it was an emergency. He had no gas in the house. Oh, shit. The so you say I emergency. I could have just said to him, I could have just gone to him, well, guess what, mate? Fucking three grand. See you later. Have fun. If, you don't, if, you don't, if I don't fix it for you right now, you're going to have no gas for another few days. Get another plumber out. Another plumber's going to come out and laugh and go, yeah, guess what? Bang, this much. It's ridiculous. I'm sick of invoicing. Like, I'm so tired of all of it. <laughs> just, I've been so close to leaving my business that many I times. I just feel disrespected, bro. I, I get disrespected all the time too, where it's like, we live in such a nanny state. Like, yeah. there's so much shit with my job that yes, my job is dangerous. And there should be so many safety factors. But what I get hit up on is like stupid shit. Like, yeah. considering what I do. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, hanging off the side oh, of the building. It's like, mate, just take it easy. Like, you know, I, I'm not going to get into it, but there are so many things that people come to you and it's, it's on different sides of the spectrum. It's one, people underestimate what you do. Yeah. So I get like, oh, you're just a window cleaner. Yeah. Well, it's like, no, I hang off the side of a building to clean your window. And then second is that they're the other side of the extreme. And then they complain about the most minute stuff. There's like never a middle ground. And it just like irks me all the time. I just I just don't like the disrespect. It's so retarded. And they'll use any reason, right, to not try and pay you. And that same oh, thing happens man. in plumbing, bro. They'll make up anything. Shredders, the all the awful thing, shit, bro. The first thing that comes to my mind. It's like, has someone else tried to quote this or like it's and no one this is what I'm saying, bro. No one respects trades, right? You you can go through all these years of training, learn how to do all this stuff, and you can be the best at what you do, right? And people are still gonna think, Oh no, you you charge too much. Oh, you're not worth it. You're you're way mm-hmm. too expensive. Yeah, whatever, cunt. Fuck off, man. Go 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 find someone else. I'll tell you I'll send you some plumbing companies, mate, mm-hmm. and I'll get them to go price you up for a job. And guess what? When you come back to me after they've fucked you in the ass for thirty thousand dollars for a job mm-hmm. that was a thousand bucks. Huh, guess you'll be using me again. Well, guess what? I'm not going to help you this time. Exactly. Go fuck yourself. That's right. And guess what? You know how the only times it happens? A lot. A lot. And all yeah. these people come back to me and they go, oh, fuck. I'm like, you you are really, your price is really good. I'll be yeah. like, oh, well, guess no what, shit. mate? You're not using me anymore. Go back to fucking those other companies. They, you go with them. Go with them. Oh, no, I need you. I need, no, no, no. I'm not helping you. No, you no. Do. You burnt yourself. You burn yourself. You're done. Mate, I don't need you. I've got plenty of work out there. Mm. I've got plenty of work out there. Don't worry about it. I'm doing all right. Mm. I'm doing all right. Yeah, that's the thing too. I've had recently a few people think that I'm not doing well. Like, let me put it into context. So I've had some people 
be like trying to get me work, like clients trying to get me work, thinking I don't have work. Yeah. Like thinking like their building is the only thing that I'm doing all year. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what are you talking about? Like, how you can't run a business and have two, three guys under you and not be functioning. Yeah. People, this is this is what makes me just, I don't know. You know what's funny? Half these people are people with university degrees and all sort of stuff. And they're oh. just like, do you know what's dead? Do you know what died? And it's been dead for a long time. It's called common sense. Oh, mate. And that hasn't yeah. been alive for a long time. It got murdered. Years ago, it got yeah. murdered. People don't have it anymore. And I don't know why. Oh, it does man. not get taught anymore. And, and sometimes I get disappointed in myself thinking about how I put up like with people that don't have common sense. Like, in a way for me to just have a peaceful friendship with the person. Yeah. Where it's kind of like, I just got to succumb to the stupidity. Yeah. You just let them go. Let them run on their little... Whatever. Run on their little treadmill in the direction they want to head. Yeah, it's like, oh, but I feel so... I come home and I'm just like, man, I can't believe I had to, like, not put someone in their place for being stupid. Yeah, I hate the business relationships things you have to deal with. Having to, like, suck ass a bit and just do things to try and get what you want over the line or done. But it's such a pain in the ass, The man. silver lining to having a business too is like, I've had a lot of people come up to me thinking like, I'm a business entrepreneur and like ask for business advice. And I feel very like humbled and honoured when people ask me, oh, like, you know, what do you, how do you structure stuff or how do you do this? And I'm like, me? <laughs> <You're right. laughs> Thanks, but I mean, surely there are better, more successful people to ask than me. I think some but people... But I, I love it. I enjoy it, though. Yeah. Anything I, I, I can help. I'm the same. I get that as well. I think some people just see that you're doing well, and then mm. they try to emulate that, and they want to copy that. Uh, also, too, if, if you find me on a good day, like, if you find me on a happy day where shit is going well, but, like, on a day like today where it's just, like, certain phone calls from work and it's pissing me off or so-and-so, you know, or, or things not going right in personal life, then suddenly it's like, ugh. I'm not doing great. It yeah. really just depends on what kind of day you find me. Yeah. You know, because today I found out that my cousin like has leukemia, which yeah. I'm going to visit after this. And then just like work calls and ask people, people asking for stuff. quotes and people whinging and all that kind of stuff. And it's just like, yeah. And days like today, it's just like, oh. You just, you just want to give up and just go oh roll, my God. roll up I just want to go to Mexico like... Please tell me I'm not the only one who thinks about it during the week when shit hits the fan. You're just like, man, why don't I just fuck off to South America or Europe or somewhere? Just pack up and just leave. Just pack up. Get Start a, a new life. Start a new life. Get a new name. Everything. And just like, Surely just live in like a little shop on the corner. I swear to God, I think about it. Like open up a little bar like <laughs> bodega, bodega like near the <laughs> sea and... And call and, it a day, you know live, what I mean? And live that comfortable, chill life. Yeah. Life. Like, you know, um, have you seen Shawshank Redemption? Yeah. You know, like, when he gets out of prison and yep. he's, like, on the ocean and Morgan Freeman finds him and he's, like, fixing up the boat he was telling him he was going to use to take people out fishing? Yeah. Shit like that. Yeah. So simple. Just, yeah. oh, yeah, I'm going to fix up a boat and a simple take life. people fishing and that's it. Yeah. Oh. A simple life. That's what you're chasing. Oh and you know what it is? It's just no stress and no worries. You just want to enjoy yourself. Straight up, and man, I don't, I don't get it, man. As well, and you know, it's frustrating too, right? Mm. I work for some of the, some of these people I work for, right? It's like so these big corporations and stuff are just shitting on people, making tons of money, and absolutely shitting mm. on the little people, right? Yeah. And then these people that are working for these big corporations, right? And you'll do a job for them for something. It could be like Stratas, all sorts of stuff. But the person who's like just a shit kicker for them is trying to bust my balls to to help. Make oh help them make money and save money. It makes no sense to me. And, like and then they, that money's not going to you, mate. Why are you like? Oh. Do you know? Do you know what I'm trying to say? I know what I, you're trying to say. I don't. I don't get it. Like you, what's an extra they're, thirty bucks here in a quote or a themselves. price? But that's they don't give a fuck about you, mate. No, and no. Like, why? Why are you trying to bother trying to help them with that? It makes no sense to me. They don't give a shit who you are. Mm. Do you think if Do you think if they gave a shit about you, you'd be where you are? Mm. Fuck no. Do you know what I mean? It's, I don't know. It, it's all weird. I, I really don't have a lot to comment about at all. Like, oh, it's just frustrating, man. Like you, it's so frustrating because like there'll be someone that works for like a major company that you have to deal with, and they're just a shit kicker who have no idea about your industry, and they low key have this power too, and they just take it like all the way up your ass. 
Well, I know in your in your case, oh. like building managers and stuff, and to be honest, I have building managers and stuff too, and I've got some that are good and some that are bad. Yeah. And even those kind of people try and make money off your work. You know what I didn't realise is that a lot of building managers like take bribes. They all do. They all do. I don't, it's like, it's it's crazy to a lot me. of A lot of places do, a lot of jobs, everything. Man, all these people take bribes, It's man. a fucked up world. I don't, I don't understand the, like, the way everything works is so frustrating because if everyone did the right thing, right, and then... Impossible. D- and done everything properly, no one would be struggling. It's very, and it's very obvious because you can see, right, there's yeah. people... If you do things in the right way, in the right fashion, right, everyone can get a piece and everyone can, can make mm. a bit of money and do well. But everyone is just trying to shit on each other and try and chop well, and change and be better than is, everyone else. The thing is, it's like, you can't... You can't make as much money if you don't shit on people. Like, you almost need to step on people in order to further your own wealth. Which like, is, it's almost necessary. Which, what's that? That just becomes great, doesn't it? Well, yeah. It's kind of like, if you want to become super successful, wealthy, rich, whatever, you have to kind of be a dick and step on people and, you know, and, like, that's what I've seen to be, like, the most common pathway if you wish to run a business you gotta have a, a strong back yeah because you're gonna get stabbed it's, a million times it's only in rare cases where i hear of people being like amazing like like nice and generous and everything and i hear that and then i always hear a story down the line of them doing something completely opposite well to it's that. like oprah it's like what you hear about oprah now like all the stories about oprah like she wasn't always this like amazing person. Like she's a bit happens all the time. Or Ellen DeGeneres. Yeah, stuff. I was about to say her. Yeah, same. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, the th- things or, have come out that he's a, he's an absolute prick. Or um, who's the English dude? Who uh, um, ca- carpool karaoke? Carpool karaoke. Yeah, what's his name? I've forgotten I his name. Remember, but apparently a lot of stuff came out about him. But these are like TV personalities. But like, if you think of the most successful businessmen. For a long time, we've always known them to be pricks. Well, who? Well, look at this, right? Uh, the who made the windscreen wiper? No idea. It was uh, from Ford. Okay. And then who tried to steal his idea? I think I'm pretty sure it was Ferrari. Oh, really? And then there was a huge court case on it, and that's where you got Ford versus Ferrari. No, I'm pretty sure that's what Ford it was. Versus Fer- Ford versus Ferrari started from Le- um, no, the but there was French a race. Uh, I'd have to look it up now. Windscreen wipers. I'm probably mixing two. <laughs> Did it start from windscreen wipers? Swear on my life. <laughs> Fake news, guys. No, 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 no. I swear on my life. Talk it's, shit. It's another right movie. I'm, I'm mixing movie. I'm mixing movies up right now. But I can guarantee you that it's something to do with Ford and another company. And because I remember Lamborghini someone was Ferrari. Try, got someone was trying to steal it because of tractors. Someone's trying to steal it. I don't. Okay, Sean's gonna have to fact check this because <laughs> there's a whole movie about Ford versus Ferrari. Here it is. Here, right? Ford Motor Co. agreed to pay 10.2 million. This was back in 1990 mm-hmm. to settle its contentious legal bout with inventor Robert W. Kearns, a former Maryland resident who has accused Ford and 22 other automaking automakers mm-hmm. of stealing his patents for intermittent windshield. Uh, windshield wipers now used on millions of cars worldwide so ford and that tried to steal the idea of it he he invented right. it and then they tried to steal it that's what i was confusing myself but that's with. not ford that's not where the no ford no, no that's not ford first right that's my mistake yeah that's funny that's funny though <laughs> i was mixing up because <laughs> like, i've watched it in a movie yeah. there's, there's a movie on it so yeah, i've mixed ford up versus ferrari yeah and then there's another movie on the windshield, windshield there is a movie thing. just based on the windscreen wipers around my life that is hilarious is it a good movie I think it's just called Ford or something. That's swear, because I, I, I remember watching it once when I, I came home and I seen it. I was a random movie on. And it was a court case and I like got into it and I was watching it. Yeah, right. And it was the whole thing of this one bloke went against all these big companies because he was the one who invented and he put a patent on him, but they were trying to big dog him and take his idea because mm. that was such a brilliant idea and every single car has it nowadays. The windshield wiper. Yeah, it's a must. So now... That's that's why everyone has it. So, but they the big companies knew there was a bit, lot of money in it, so they tried to right, big dog right. him for it. But yeah, going back to the point, it's like these big companies like they need to in order to make 
a shit ton of money and be super mega successful. You need to shit on other people. Yeah, and steal ideas and stuff. Yeah, it's like more money. It's just going to be There's another one for you, like, Facebook. Yeah, bro. Everyone knows that story. Yeah, uh, Zuckerberg. Whole Mark Zuckerberg dog, dogging the boys. Yeah. So it's it's funny how it's funny how it works, man. Business and everything's a very hard thing to deal with and be involved in. And to have a very mm. good functioning business is very hard. Yeah, it's like I I try really hard to make sure that I'm paying my guys like a good amount of money. Yeah. But the problem there is is like, well, I could you probably lose out. Yeah, I well, I lose out on more. Like I still probably make you know you still can make good money i'll probably make like 50 percent, and then they will be sharing the other 50 yeah which is good right so like i do my best to make sure that you know the boys are being well paid and like i'm looking after after them any any tools or supplies i need then you know i supply i don't need to do that because they're subbies yeah like subbies should be supplying their own gear so yeah. I could very easily be a prick and like I'd probably almost like, I don't know, increase my profit margin by 25% just by being a dick. Yeah, I know. But, you know, but that's, it's that's a tough where business gets. That's where the business mind comes in and some people, they don't give a shit about that and they don't care about people. Exactly. And it's all about themselves. But Whereas you and me aren't like that. That's the point though. Whereas it's anyone that like, works under me, I look after them. Like, oh, I'll have guys work for me, sub out to me and they might work... Fucking six hours, mm. right? The usual usual day is eight. Yeah, bro. I'm like, and I'll just go to them, charge me for the day. 100%. Charge me for the day. Bro, two days this week where I've been at, at work with the boys, we'll get heaps done in the morning. It'll get to like 1.30 and it's like, oh, we've done today's quota. Yeah. And then I'll even be like, oh, did you drive in? Did you pay parking? Yeah, put that on the invoice. Yeah, and you'll fix them up for it. I don't need to do that. Yeah, you don't have to. Definitely not. I, have, I don't have to at all. The problem, the underlying problem as well there is that I low-key then get ex- have the expectation that they're going to carry out, like, look after me in turn. Yeah, exactly. So that can also be a bit of a problem where it's like, if shit breaks, it's like, oh, man. <laughs> like, you need to trust the people that are, that are working yeah. for you. And i got guys I can trust, which is good. You know, Bruce works for me and another guy, Martin, now, and they're good. So it's going well, you know. It's... It's one of those. It's one of those things, man. That business is very tough to navigate, and if you can figure it out, then you can do very well. Yeah. But you need to be very tough-minded, and you really mm. need to be willing to cop a lot of hits you because because you're going to get shit on left, right, and center, and everyone is just trying to shit on each other to get to the top. Yeah. And you really need to like. You really need to have your friends and have people around you that you can count on to help you in certain situations. Exactly, yeah. And you need to know certain people to get in certain... Because a lot of people with oh, businesses bro. only go somewhere just because of they know certain people. Oh, they have certain connections. It's who you know. Not only that, it's how you know them. And so it's, it's... You could know someone in your industry and you could assume that they're going to look after you, but it's how you know them as well. Yep. That is such a big difference. So if you're going to start your own business... I like how this has become a business episode. But if you're going to start your yeah, own we'll business... Yeah, we're just absolutely shitting on people and then now we're talking about business. <laughs> now, guys, this is how you should run your business. I always suggest someone to make a business plan. And if you don't know what a business plan is, it's pretty much just... It's pretty much an essay of, this is the business I have, potential names of the business, the industry you're in, the competition you're in. So it, te- it, it requires you to do research on what you want, what the goals are that you want to achieve, but also who you're running up against. Yeah. Hospitality is a hard one. Say if you're going to open a bar, your business plan would be the potential bar name, the location, what are the costs of those locations going to be, who are you running up against in the immediate area, like area, in the surrounding areas, who are you going up against, go to their bars, how much are they, you know, uh, charging for a cocktail, whatever. And you What's put, the kind of crowd that they're getting exactly, into those bars? Exactly, and you, you put all of that the into music a business that's been plan. played. And as realistic as you can be, write it all up there. Because the thing is, is that what's daunting about a business is like you can start it and then suddenly all these things you had no idea about up and all these speed humps come. It just, it seems so much more massive than it needs to be. Yeah, you know? I'm, I'm glad I opened my own business because working for someone, I just couldn't do it anymore. But at the same yeah. time... 
you grow a lot from doing that. Oh man, you realize so much more once you open your own thing and you start running stuff. And, and I tell this to my, I tell this to some of the other, other mates who have people that they hire and they young guys that have worked under me and yeah. stuff. And I'm like, you guys have got no idea until you run your own thing, right? You will work for someone and you kind of go, ah, fuck him. He he doesn't oh, do this yeah. or he doesn't want to pay me this or why is he like why is he making me go do this overtime? Or I've known whatever. so many people to just constantly jump ship, so. And then yeah, and then you realize, right, once you open your own business, you you turn and you realize and you go, "Oh, you know what? Now Shit. I can understand why they yeah. did this and why they did that and yeah. stuff because they've got so many more overheads and things that they need to worry about." So yeah. if they're not hitting certain quotas and amounts and things that they exactly. need to hit each week, then they're fucked. Then they're fucked. And and it's easy for a, a worker to be like, oh, oh, the business went bankrupt. Your money's I'll coming just, every week. I'll, I'll just go get a new job. But for the person that was just looking after you for three, four, five, ten years, it had the business. Now he's gone bankrupt. He's fucked. Yeah. He has to start all over again. Like, and that, and I'll be honest. Like during my early twenties, when I was working for companies. You can you never think about being in the boss's shoes. You're just thinking about oh, I need to get paid this week. Where's the work? Oh, and you start like criticizing the boss how he's running it. But it's like, who the fuck are you to criticize how your boss is running the job? Have yeah. you ever ran, ran a business before? Like, do you have any idea the overheads and you know? the things that you have and, to deal with? Yeah, and for me that really came into perspective when I started Any Heights in 2020. And having a business is like having a relationship. It's like, if you survive the first year, fantastic. If you survive the first three years, fantastic. And so on. Five years, seven years. Like, it's almost similar to a relationship. It's like, if you had it for more than seven years, you're probably going to have it for a long time. It's probably going to last. Yeah, exactly. You know? So, it takes a lot of perseverance, I would say. Yeah, it's it's one of those things that you, you really need to have your mind set on it. And if you're not 100%, yeah. On doing that, it's not going to work. Yeah, and hundred percent. And and look, like there are times, even with me, with my business, that I'm not a hundred percent. Where it's like, you know, there are so many things that happen in life, especially like me. Like as the pod goes on, you learn more about me in my life. Like there are so many factors in my life that have been reasons for me to just completely give up on everything. Yep. You know what I mean? So those things are going to happen. It's not like the entire time you have a business. It's like you're going to be a hundred percent driven. It's yeah. as long as that on the days you are hundred percent driven, you really knuckle down and make those little milestones and make those days count. Yeah, because on the days where you're running at like ten percent and you don't give a fuck, you have and to you compensate. Lose interest and exactly, you, just, you have to compensate for it. And you, you just, you know, it's discipline that's keeping you going. Yeah, it's always keeping in mind of the bigger picture. Yeah, exactly. And seeing seeing a, f- a goal further down the track. That's right. Like, for me and you now having a business, like, if we want to take a month off, like, we work hard and we're like, oh, yeah, look, I'm going to take a month off next year. We can. But the thing is with that, too, at the same time, right, if you have people working for you or if you have well, yeah. people's, say you're doing a build, like, say I'm working on a house that I'm building, I'm doing mm-hmm. the plumbing for that, I can't just pack up and go, see you later, I'll be back Obviously in two there's, months. There's, time. there's deadlines and things yeah. that you need to, so you there's need to time. make sure that you clean that kind of stuff up. Sometimes you get locked in because you have mm-hmm. so many things come forward and you, the money's there and you're chasing it, mm-hmm. but then you realise, fuck, I don't have any time for myself. Yeah, it's about balance. Like, I'm lucky for some some moments of the year where I have like a week off and it's like, oh yeah, I'm going to work plan this this week. But we've done well over the last three months. So why the fuck not, you know? Yeah, like, exactly. I've decided now to between like the 23rd of December till like mid-January, I'm, I'm just having off. Yeah. I might just do a one-day job just to ease myself into the new year. And that's kind of the blessing of having your own gig. Yeah, exactly. You know, where you can kind of do that kind of stuff. Doing your own thing has, it's a blessing and a curse because you have a lot more freedom in, in the fact that you can do what you want to do mm. and choose how you want to do things and, and work yeah. on the days that you want and stuff like that. But at the same time, it's all on you. Exactly. Everything, that, every single thing, every mistake, yeah. every, um, every time you do something right, every time... That something hasn't gone your way, and or if you know, someone else has fucked up, that's under you. You've, it's, you, it's have your fault. fault. It's your, your fault. fault. It's your responsibility. Exactly. So you can't hide behind anyone. No. You have to have, you know, a strong face and stand up to anything that happens. Mm. And you got to face some music. Oh yeah. You know. And I I hate having to do that sometimes. <laughs> it's a pain. In the I was just talking to you off mic about it. How like 
the amount of times I just got to bite my tongue where it's just like, I just want to tell someone just fuck off. Yeah. Simple as that. Yeah. I know. You know it but happens you all the time. Man. Like you can't, you got to main, like, especially with it's, my industry, it's just about maintaining You know what I love? I love talking to my mates that work in offices and stuff. And they're always like talking about how they send these like little scathing emails of like, per my last email. Oh, and then I'm like, and they're like, you got to be careful because HR's around. And I'm like, just thinking about it, like in trades, there's no fucking HR. No. So if we don't like someone a lot of the time, depending on what it is, especially if it's on a job site, oh. I'll tell that. Fu- I'll tell someone, go fuck yourself, cunt. Go fucking get your own fucking tools. Yeah. Why are you using mine? And I was so. Why are you doing this? I was so much more liberal when I was working for a company, and I was on a construction site, and there was a foreman just going off his head at me. And because like it's not my company, I used to just be like, mate, get the hell out of my face. Yeah. Like, don't come to me with all this shit. Like. Just fuck off. Yeah, I you know? know. And you know what? No, and no one can say anything. You just go, yeah, fuck off, man. Yeah. Leave me alone. But now so, it's, it's like... On job sites and shit, you see punch-ons all the time. Oh, man. Different trades want to build each other and that. But the problem with construction sites too is just like everyone has a deadline. I know. And then it gets... Help. Some other trade can hold you back from finishing exactly. your deadline. So then the boss will come in and go, why, so you, why haven't you done this yet? But then with construction sites, it's like 10 people will be pissed at you. There's like... Your immediate boss, then he's like person he's talking to on the construction site, and then that person's boss, and then that person's boss. Yeah. So it's like it's not just your Depending boss on coming the size at you. of the site. Yeah. Exactly. So like when we were working for like ProBuild or Mervac or whatever huge construction companies, there'd be like a random guy that comes up to you like in your face, like how much have you done? And it's like in your head you're like. Who the, the fuck hell? are you? Who the hell are you? <laughs> like, but he's like the site foreman, like all these different names. And you've met him fucking like once in your life, or you've heard him in a site meeting or something, <sighs> yeah. talk and just waffle on about shit. Exactly. And the guy, the guy hasn't picked up oh. a tool in fucking four I, years. I refuse to work for builders and construction companies now. Yeah, I'm the same. Refuse. Like, they're, cause oh, they're just, I don't care. They're the worst people ever to get money off. Oh, paying everything. Like, it, it's just the worst. Because the problem is too, it's like, they'll have someone contact a trade to do a job. If that person hasn't exactly said what his boss has instructed him to tell that tradesman, then it's just like Chinese whispers. Yeah, shit changes. It just becomes like, his boss will then get angry because that trade hasn't done what he had told his underling to tell them. Yeah, exactly. And it's just this huge problem, you know? The whole construction industry in Australia is a bit all oh, over the shop, man. It's a mess. That's why every, That's why so many companies go on bust and all sorts of shit going oh, on. Oh, COVID really Fucked like, everyone. messed that up, eh? It butchered <laughs> everyone. So bad. That's why the, the W in the IMAX and stuff. Oh, my That's why God, they had like four companies so go through bad. there and to fix it. 100%. Because COVID blew all the materials out of, out yeah. of proportion. I remember like, wasn't like... Could you, could you imagine, right? COVID was the first to go bankrupt during could COVID. You, yeah, so could you imagine, right? You're doing work on a building like that, and I think, what was it, a billion dollars or something to build oh, it? Nine hundred million or some bullshit like that, right? Imagine you've quoted the job. This is how much it's going to cost. Then the material cost goes up thirty <laughs> percent. Say your material cost on a build like that is two hundred million dollars. Yeah. You've just gone up thirty percent on two hundred million dollars. <laughs> so where are your profits now? Oh, so you're building it for no reason. You're building it for at a negative, at a loss. Yeah. So you've like, because you can't foresee that, because there's no there's, when you quote something you don't you know what I mean. This is this is where I need Callum to come on and and tell me some conspiracy theories about like was COVID manipulated? If so, how did it benefit whoever? Because like there are so many stories about you know I don't know how the world finance works. Like every decade, it needs to go through like a bust. Yeah, and like. I don't know, like, I have zero knowledge about all that kind of crap. That's where I want Callum to come on. We'll have to get him on for a finance pod and a, finance and pod a conspiracy, and conspiracy pod. Theory. That one will be very wild when he's on. Why not? I've been getting hit up about the Jehovah's Witness pod. I know. When what do you reckon, episode 20? I think episode 20. Yeah, let's do it. So, if, you, if everyone's keen for that? I reckon everyone that wants to have a certain question answered by me regarding Jehovah's Witnesses... Hit us up or hit me on the DMs on Insta and just give me a question. I'll write it down and I'll answer everything I can. Because heaps of people have different questions. 
I was working with a couple of new guys at Camp Park uh, the other week, and one of them heard that I was a Jehovah's Witness at one stage. The whole day was just spent on them asking me questions, like just like random ass questions, like, "Oh, you know, can you have sex when you're dating as a Jehovah's Witness?" and um, oh, blood transfusions and. It was just like eight hours just spent just asking me just, just random. talking about all sorts of shit. And I'm not going to lie, I get extremely over it. Yeah, I, well, it's understandable. Oh, yeah. You'd be answering the same questions over, over and over again. years. For years. Because <laughs> yeah, everyone's so curious about it. They are. And it's amazing to me how little people know. Well, it's such a tight-knit cult. <laughs> yeah. That they, they keep everything locked away. Yeah, it is. You know? And it's crazy, like, in the rare moments that I have spoken to my mum and dad over the years, it's just, like, it's it's insane just how they think that they're doing the right thing. Yeah. And now that I've been out for a few years, now I'm just, like, now I'm doing the right thing. Because the first couple of years when after I left, I thought I was going to go back. Yeah. Straight up, I just thought like, oh yeah, I probably won't last too long out here. I'll probably end up going back. But as time went on, I realized, shit, I think they're the ones that got it wrong. You know what I mean? It's like you, you've seen the, the green on the other side. Yeah, you know. Well, just... Life is, is it was greener on the other side, you know? Yeah, I mean, the grass is only green whenever you water it, eh? Well, exactly. And obviously when I left the religion, I kind of... Went crazy, but then immediately, like, just fixed up my life completely and started watering my own grass, if you want to use that analogy. And now, now I got a now healthy the garden. yard. Now I got a healthy yard, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, what's next to be planted in that yard? Exactly, bro, so much. And that's the thing, too. Like, shout out to a lot of people who have left that religion because I know a lot of them struggle to climatize to the outside world. Yep. And I've been blessed to to be able to kind of reinvent myself. Yeah. Whereas like... Start a second life. Yeah, all of that shit doesn't bother me. Like I'm not thinking about it every day. But for some people, like some people that left, that's all they think about. Yeah. But yeah, we'll we'll hit it hard on episode 20. Episode twenty, you heard it here first. That's where we're gonna first. we're gonna unleash the truth. That's right. We're gonna let rip, and that's what uh, Joe's witnesses call the religion too, bro. The truth, the truth. Yeah, maybe that's what the episode will call we'll that. Call that the, the truth. truth. <laughs> <laughs> so episode twenty, the truth will come out. The truth will come out. Well, Matt's truth anyway. Matt's truth. <laughs> then maybe we could uh, we could have a few of your friends jump on that are ex Jehovah's and oh, get man, their I'll, stories. I'll be honest with you. Like, as much as that sounds good, it's it's heavy. So if people like to hit, it, listen it is, to some heavy stuff like that, it is a bit heavy. Like some people, I know some people who left because like they like one one woman like decided she you know likes women. So, like, she was, like, completely outcasted and stuff, which is heavy. Yeah, they get... I know, if I know you other don't people, follow what they say, it's completely, like... Yeah, I know other person who who got removed because she went witnessing the lady that, like, that answered the door had a question for them that they couldn't answer. Yeah. So, she went to her elders at her Kong and asked them the same question. And they couldn't answer it. So she started asking people in the congregation. And the elders like counseled her in saying like, oh, you shouldn't ask that question to people in the congregation because it can create doubt. <laughs> so she got like pretty much branded as like an apostate, which is like a really bad branding. And that's how she left. Like she's not even disfellowship. It was just like over like a couple of months People just started like segregating themselves from her. Wow, and just like completely just like on that, her. bro. And then her husband just like was like, you know what? I want to go have sex with other women. Just left. Really? Yeah, bro. And then she calls me up, no out of the way. blue, and tells me all this. And I was like, holy shit! And then she told me the whole story. I was like, wow. Like holy it was so simple shit. for me, but for some other people, it's pretty fucking heavy. Like. In the span of two months or three months, it's just like everyone you have been friends with 
for years. Just turn their back on you. Completely just like that. It's and like what fam- you see. and that, it, that's family too, bro. Yeah. It's all what? you know. It's wild. It's bro. all you know too. Yeah, so. We'll definitely dig into that in episode 20. You'll probably hear a few more little stories here and there along the way. Oh, mate, there's so many stories. Well, it's all going to come out. We'll have to do multiple pods on that, I think, by the sounds of it. Well, every, every 10 episodes, how about that? What's everyone think about that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> we'll unleash we'll more the truth. The truth, and we'll do truth part two, <laughs> part truth three. The truth will set you free. <laughs> yeah, well, I, um, I, think, I think for us, it, the podcast has been a very good thing to, oh, yeah. to, let, a lot of, to let off a lot of steam. Oh, let off yeah. a lot of steam and, and kind of let what we think should be known out there a bit. And also too, I think what people don't realise is that them listening to us is helping us more yeah. than we're helping them. Like to be able to... Makes you feel like you're heard. Yeah, well to be able to just come on, talk to your mates, have a laugh or have a bit of a sort and then to put it out there and for people to listen and follow it. Oh man, I love Benef- coming on here and having a whinge. I oh, tell you what, benefits us. <laughs> like <laughs> it's like instead of just going out, going home, and just kind of bottling things up, I come on the pod, have a little, yeah, have a, just shit on whatever's going on in the world, yeah, yeah, and then just go from there. And I feel good about it, you know. Yeah. So if you feel like coming on the pod and shitting on stuff, and there's going to be someone who's going to be living in the house with me for the next couple of months as well, Yana. So she might pop on and on pod every now and then. That'd be good. Mm. So. We can get a female opinion on some things. Female opinion on things. See how that goes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if people want to hear a female voice. <laughs> it might be a lot more soothing than listening to our like jagged, rough voices. Yeah, I guess so. I'm still Unless like... you're into that. I've <laughs> just like gotten better from my illness. So I've got that raspy voice right now. I've always got a raspy voice. Fuck yeah, can. Yeah, you know what he's, mate. Yeah, yeah. he's, yeah, sexy. Yeah, now. fuck yeah. Yeah, no, nah, yeah, no, nah, mate, yeah. But bro, I can't believe we're in December now. Christmas is coming, New Year's is coming, and bro, I got no plans. I don't want any plans, man. To be fair, my family we don't do anything. All I got left in my fa- all my family's pretty much dead. So like, all I got's my mum, my dad, my sister. And then so I your family my- doesn't celebrate Christmas like heavy or? Um, well, my grandparents are all gone, so I don't have any of them left. And then I've mm. got my cousins all live either in other countries. Um, Miles away. I've only got one set of cousins that live nearby, but we don't really get on with their family. Like we, I get on with the, I get on with them. My sister does, um, but we don't get on with one person in that family. And bro, I'm finding it that makes it hard for us to meet up because yeah. that that person likes to make things a bit difficult for everyone. I'm finding it more and more common for families to have beef. I've noticed that too. Have you noticed that people just don't put up with shit in anymore. recent years? I remember growing up and just like everyone was like kind of had big families and like everyone was cool and that i feel like people just hit it a lot more i think people had beef and they didn't like each other or people were more forgiving back then i think people just don't give a shit and don't Do forgive as much anymore tradition has kind of gone out the window too so like people aren't people think about themselves a lot more than others uh, and back in the day that sort of stuff people wanted to give you know give gifts and and meet up and and see each other and and say thank you for the year and and mm. celebrate how the year and how it's been and that's usually what christmas is and family time and all sort of stuff mm. i think a lot of people a lot of people don't do that anymore or don't care cuz they just they're just all too worried about themselves and they don't yeah. give a shit i think that's the that's called the kind of feeling i get cuz now i know more people that aren't like complete like have that whole big family for the holidays things. I have more people that aren't like that. I've do. never I've never had a big family Christmas thing, man. Never. Well, like, neither have I. I my mean, family's always been very small. The first time I celebrated Christmas would have been like 2018. Oh, when you left the Yeah, religion. like six months after I left the religion, yeah. Yeah. We like, they had, there was a tree and stuff. And we did like um, Secret Santa. Oh, yeah. Mm, which was cute. And it was just like all mates. Yeah. Which was nice. Yeah, I feel like I feel like a lot of people nowadays that's you know, they don't it's one of those things it's one of those things I feel like if you some people don't you, the old days of when you like you know what you didn't feel if you went to those events right and you didn't feel comfortable there was an, a crazy uncle or there was this or mm. those things that made the event a bit awkward and so nowadays people just like instead of just going and going, Oh, you have to go, it's family. It's like I don't know. I feel like people go, Nah, I'm just not gonna go and they just don't mm. bother. 
And it's like, what's the point? Because some people go and they they give gifts, and then some and then the other family doesn't. They don't give gifts, or they don't do that. And then it's it becomes like, oh, well, if I'm not going to bother going out of my way, spending my money to to go and have a good time and do this. If they're not oh, going to, I'm not going to receive it back. I think that happens a lot as well. Bro, I, think, my I feel fam- like I've heard that a lot. I got so much internal family like petty bullshit. It's retarded. Like, like cousins that don't like cousins for stupid ass reasons, and like. And then there's the whole religion thing with my family where it's like the Catholic side hate the Jehovah's Witness side. And it's just a shame that like there are so many petty things that get in the way of like potentially like an amazing like family scenario. And it's kind of it's kind of sad that a lot of people, you know, can relate to me on that kind of thing. Because I'd prefer like everyone having a mad family thing. What, what I'll give I'll try and lighten up this whole podcast with a bit of a funny story. What me and uh, the boys used to do is and every now and then we might still do it is we used to call it a green Christmas. Green Christmas. So all the boys would all meet up and we'd get a whole bunch of bud. I knew bud That's exactly <laughs> and what my mind We went. all would just get high as a kite and then Jeez. fucking and there'd be a green Christmas. And we'd all just, all the boys, after we do all our family things, we'd all link up. There'd be like 15 of us. Man. And we'd all smoke, vibe out, have a chat, have a few drinks, smoke and that, and then just have a green Christmas and have That's a great mad. time. And, and it was mad. Well, I'll have to try and organise one for this year. You're more than welcome mm. to come along, Maddie. Oh, yeah? And we'll uh, see what we can do. Well, I don't know. I'm not allowed to touch drugs anymore. Yeah, fair. Fair. Just, it's good, but I kind of miss it. <laughs> well, Bud's, I'm not gonna lie Bud's harmless I also kind of miss Bud Like especially just like Having a random joint With jam on a Friday And just chilling the hell sometimes out Sometimes once in a blue moon Like once every yeah. two months Or something Sometimes it's but a fun To just, just, just smoke And just kind of Forget about what's going on And mm. just chill out You know Have a good time Yeah You know I feel like yeah, that's I feel like that's a really A really good way to um Kind of Relax Take, take your mind off things It'll that's what it does, though. That like Bud just kind of makes you very in the present. Yeah. Like as much as people like that do get high, are like they feel kind of. It's when you do it a lot, constantly and a lot. That's when you lose control of the fact that. Well, you know, it, it kind you of you lose the moment of just doing it. Well, it kind it's just of about doing it just to feel that your feeling. Drive. Yeah. Like yes, it will make you like possibly clean the house or like go for a drive or cook dinner or something, but like that drive. Be on yourself to like, oh, I want to do this and I want to be better and start changing shit and routine. Like, it will numb that. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's so much goddamn fun. Yeah. I know, Every time. now and then. Oh, it's so fun. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's, uh, what, that's what made me found out about Big Les. Yeah, yeah. Like... And I can't believe how many people don't know what Big Les is. Because we, we would do it for once... We would do it once a year. We oh. all just link up for Green Christmas. We've done it, and we've done it probably four or five times, you know? Oh, yeah. Especially back when we were younger, mainly when we were younger, early 20s and stuff like that. Like, this is a snippet from Big Les. Why'd you bring me here? It's not me that brought you here. Yeah, it was. You gave me the fucking joint. But it was your decision to smoke it. <laughs> <laughs> there are so many things in this show that just speak... Volumes to you. Speak volumes, bro. <laughs> Like, even the camaraderie with the boys, like, they will have each other's back and go on these crazy adventures. And the fact that this whole Australian TV show is on YouTube made by Microsoft Paint yeah. blows my mind. Yeah. But, yeah, it's like the whole thing is just about the boys, like, smoking part and... Just doing wild <laughs> stuff. On adventures and... And that's what life's about. <laughs> I don't know. It's like... I remember the first time I did Bud, I went to the memorial, which is, like, the most important day of the fucking religion. Oh man, what an experience that was! Passing the wine and the bread, yeah, high as hell. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I, I think you, I've said it. I think you said it on the podcast. Yeah, I have. You, I have. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, man. In an earlier one, good times, bro. Was it the was it the first time you ever got high? You, first time I got high. You did yeah. some communion or some real. It's like the most important day of the year for a Jehovah's Witness, the memorial. And you got high and you it's rocked like Easter. up. Yeah, you were high as a kite. And I, I don't know if they could tell. To be I honest, I reckon I, I reckon they probably just thought you were tired because of that clueless with things Aye. that they just wouldn't know. Yeah, exactly. I feel like maybe we should, we should like do an episode where we we sneak someone in. I, I'll be the guy who sneaks into the the witnesses, <laughs> and I'll go through like a day in the life of like Jehovah's <laughs> Witnesses, and I'll have a Bro. camera. I'll have a camera and everything. Like, well, I'll have do, a camera. do it like a sixth month uh, Bible study 
pretend like you're interested. And I'll just <laughs> just sneak, bro. I, that would kill me, man. There's no way I oh, could do bro. that. Good luck. How could I run my business at the same time? They'd they'd see you like once a week to do a Bible study. Yeah. Wherever you want that to be. It could be the fucking park. And then you'd have to go to meetings and stuff. Just like put on this whole facade for like a couple of months. (laughs) (laughs) And then just just disappear. That'd be wild, bro. Oh my God. Stay tuned. (laughs) That'd be a funny prank. Imagine we YouTube that. Oh, bro, that would be off its head. It's never been done. To be fair, that might be one we should put in the... uh, (laughs) Put that in there. We'll write that down. <laughs> okay. That might be a little... Put that on the back burner. A little, little back burner episode maybe one day. Oh, my God. See what we can do. Do a little undercover running through the Jehovah's Witness cult. That's hilarious. Then maybe we could just hilarious. Then maybe we could start <laughs> going around just trying to sneak into cults and figure out what they're about. Bro, could you imagine? That's a Scientologist would be the hardest one. But, I mean, I could never call that... Um, I can't call Scientology a religion or a cult because, like... I have friends that are a part, part of it, and I love them to death. So I don't want to talk badly on something I don't fully understand. Yeah. So, but yeah, it would be interesting to do like a little POV into different religions. I'm more about just doing something for the fun of it. <laughs> Chosen as one would be the funnest. <laughs> do a Mormon one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. No, thank you. We, you know what? We draw straws. Whoever has to do each one. Oh, bro. Because obviously we couldn't send you into the to the no. Jehovah's one. You'd have to send someone like me in there. I'd have to have like a disguise. Um, yeah. <laughs> we put a big moustache on you. And <laughs> oh, I can't grow one. And a trench coat. <laughs> <laughs> and a trench coat. A wig. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, no, very good. Well, I have to go visit my cousin in hospital. Yeah. That's my two cents of the week. Crazy week. What a week. Well, hopefully, hopefully he turns out all right. I think because they caught it pretty soon it's well nowadays what you, the best thing to do is you just always go check yourself yeah. every year and, and uh, if something yeah. pops up get straight onto it well Jam was saying that now right. he's doing like a whole um, uh, like physical exam like you know you do everything yeah so he's he's like starting to think about like his health and but that's good you know, getting into our third. I think scene, everyone, so. everyone listening as well, you should take that on board and really look, you look up your health. You forget, like when you're in your twenties, you're just like, yeah, I'm strong and like, I'm nothing invincible. can happen, and I'm invincible. Then I don't know. You hear stories, and you realize you're not. Yeah. So any chance you get to go, at least do it, you got to at least do it once a year, guys. Yeah. Get yourself checked up. Health is wealth. Health is wealth, and make sure you're looking after yourself every year. Mm. And um, I think uh, I think we'll run it on that. Yeah. Say less, big boy. Run off into the sunset like we usually do. 100%. (laughs) 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 Wrong outro, idiot. (laughs) Bit of technical difficulty here from Maddie. I mean, there's too many buttons for him to mash. Would we be unwitnessed? No, because we're not. Because it's one take. One take. No We're not like these no other podcasts. Like, oh my edit. So this is what you need to be, and this is what's funny on this. And this is what you need to say. It's all scripted. No, you're, no. everything you're hearing is off the cuff. Nah, it's all off That's the cuff. That's what makes us unwitnessed. Cares. Let it be. Get your health checked up, guys. That's Look it. Look after yourself. Much love from Unwitness. See you next time.